0: Hey everyone, I'm Stefan Evans, and you're listening to Talking About Tracy Chapman, the brand new Tracy Chapman fan podcast. Every week, we'll be talking to a celebrity, a musician, or a member of the press about Tracy Chapman's career, legacy, and music. This is episode one. I hope you enjoy. So, today we have um, Matt Mahurin, and he is a videographer and photographer with a focus on political and social commentary. Um, today, we're speaking to Matt about his. Um, photography for Tracy Chapman's debut album, as well as the videography for the Fast Car music video. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, thank you very much.
1: Thanks for having me. This is, it's fun to go back and revisit that amazing time with Tracy, it's just one of the highlights of my, I've been doing music videos and photography and music for, geez, 30, 35 years. And it's really one of the, um, you know, real special experiences I had
0: so that was 31 years ago um if you can believe that um what what are your memories from the from the actual session well
1: what happened was is i you know i did my work had a kind of moodiness to it and um a record company um had called and asked for my portfolio and i sent the portfolio up and then it just came returned with no uh information and sometimes you know people think that my work's a little uh dark or moody so i i called them back and said um you know, what happened? They said, Oh, we thought your work was just a little bit dark and moody. <laughs> and I said, I said, Well, you know, I, I always hear that, you know, and I said, um, Why don't you just have her come down? I said, We have this new artist, and why don't you just have her come down to your studio? And I said, Just have her come down and, you know, um, you know, let me photograph her for 15 minutes or something. And if you don't uh, like what I do, you, uh, you can give me 10 bucks for the film. And, um, they could, kind of an offer they couldn't refuse, I guess, because yeah. I still remember um, being in my uh, Greenwich Village studio and Tracy walking in and she was very, um, very shy and um, absolutely gorgeous, just beautiful. I just remember her... Sp- you could tell she was like strong, physically strong. Um, but she was very shy. So she just handed me this little cassette and, um, I went over and I put this cassette in my, um, stereo and I listened to like the first, like probably 45
0: seconds or whatever minute of a fast car. And I was just like, I'm sure
1: you're going to, I'm sure you're hearing this every day now, but I said, you're going to be like huge. This is like unbelievable, you know? And, um, so then i just i don't have any assistance or any big scene or anything there's no big to do there's no hair and makeup people there's no stylist none of that people running around no big fuss and she just sat on a a stool and i um just had like a light on her and i just shot um uh you know a couple rolls of film and then i went off and i have this process where i kind of take the photograph and then i kind of paint back into it and re-photograph it to kind of give it mood and then i uh sent it in with my fingers crossed and um they ended up loving it, and it ended up becoming, um, you know, the cover for her album. And uh, so it was just an uh, amazing experience. Like, if I wouldn't have made that call, if I would have not, you know, said, oh, you know, give me a chance, you know, taking that chance for any young artist or photographer or person out there, you know, just, yeah. say, hey, you know, I'm willing to do it for free if it doesn't work. You know, I just you know, even though I was, you know, pre-established in the business and all that stuff, it's like you never too uh, well-known or too successful or too, uh, you know, fully yourself that you can't be able to kind of, kind of sense those opportunities. You know, when you, uh, when you need, to, you always got to kind of almost act like every day is your first day in the business, and that I help, that's helped me a lot. Seeing I've been, been doing this for almost forty years now.
0: Yeah, amazing. That's that's such a brilliant story. And so, forty-five seconds is all you had heard from the music. Um, how did the yeah. music impact the way you shot the the fo- the photos? Well, it was just.
1: Her just, um, just, just, you know, such a solid person physically, just like she could just tell how strong she was, you know, and just beautiful skin and, and this beautiful, quiet, but very strong kind of speaking voice. And there was this kind of wonderful give and take between her kind of shyness and this, you know, this kind of physical power and of her voice and just her physical presence. And then you can see it on stage. And then later on, I went to, uh, um, the first time I, I think it was this is after I'd done the videos for her. And I remember going to uh, see her perform at the Beacon, and
0: she, okay. she got up
1: there. And I've, you know, I've seen many, many live shows in my life. And there's the three most powerful performance people I've seen on stage are um, Bono, Tom Waite, and Tracy Chapman. And the way that she was the opening act for the Ten Thousand Maniacs, and um, in the lobby, people were like crying in the lobby. They're like, I saw a couple of people that's like, they were like moved to tears because they didn't know who this person was you know it's like oh she was unknown to half the audience or maybe even more and she came out and just was just incredible you know person and, and uh you know in terms of her presence on stage and was just very she was very within herself as opposed yeah. to uh you know a bono who was like this kind of master showman and then tom who was this incredible you know he, tom is like a, i worked with tom for 30 years um, I, I have a kind of big book coming out actually this month, 240 page book based on my 30 year collaboration with him. of just photographs and illustrations. And, but anyway, Tom is like a combination between like kind of an ape and a ballerina on stage. And then Tracy yeah. had just kind of very internal, reserved uh, power that just filled up the whole um, you know theater. It was just extraordinary. And um, so anyway, so that was my you know that was just my first performance you know seeing her perform live which is incredible.
0: Oh, so was this before or after the, so this is after you took the photo? It was, this is was after, yeah. I think this is after, because I didn't know who she was before or somewhere in the process of one of these things, because I'd done the album for her and then I've done um, three other videos for two or three, yeah, three videos for think, over the years. So anyway, yeah, that's, that was just incredible experience. Perfect. You mentioned um, Tom Waits there and, and Bono from U2. You've also worked with um, Bonnie Raitt, um, Joni Mitchell, Peter Gabriel. Like These people all have an element of social commentary running through their work and they are rock folk, to give it a loose term. Is that something you look for or is that just something that's happened almost coincidentally?
1: filmmaking I was an uh, illustrator and I want to do social political illustrations and so that's how I began my career was doing drawings every Sunday for the Los Angeles Times political drawings and then I ended up going to New York and doing um, probably 40 Time magazine covers on everything from terrorism to all kinds of war fear of war um, social you know uh, social abuse you know uh, domestic abuse yeah. so I ended up doing a lot of that so my my whole career in the first, you know, five or six years of my career before I even started doing any music videos was doing social political illustrations, and uh, people are kind of a little bit on the more kind of, uh, maybe for lack of a better term, the kind of darker side of things in terms of humanity, but also within, them, within that darkness, there's a tremendous uh, sense of humanity and hope, which all these people have. Uh, yeah. But they also are not afraid of kind of going to those, you know, more, um, you know, those, the shadow the shadow parts of life and, 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 you know, ourselves. And as artists, they I think they go a lot to that, but through the shadow, I think they really, uh, that's how, I think that's what draws a lot of their audience and because we all have that kind of shadow side that's, you know, sometimes maybe the hope is a little bit, um, you know uh, lost in the shadows but these people through the kind of beauty of their music kind of bring it into the light a little bit and make it a little more um, you know um, makes it more of a creates more of a community that we all have that and I think they kind of bring people together in that way and I've just plus all these people are musicians of very high not only high quality of the music they make but high integrity as, as people from my experiences in terms of working with them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think Tracy refers to herself as a hopeful cynic, which I think kind of yes. des- <laughs> describes that um, yes. that quite well. Yes. Um, how do you feel about 20 million people or 20 million copies of your photograph being in people's homes and um, record collections across the world? Well, you know, that's a very
1: interesting and good question because, you know, I'm, I'm, quite anonymous. You could be sitting next to me in a restaurant and would have no idea who I was or what I'd done or anything. But if I walk down the street with like the Tracy Chapman album cover and maybe I did the, the album cover for um, one of the album covers for Metallica for the St. Anger. And I've done, you know, Time Magazine covers and Rolling Stone covers of Marilyn Manson and Jay-Z. Yeah. So if I walked down and if I put a little outfit on that had colors of all the, you know, pictures of all the things I'd done, I couldn't walk one block anywhere in the world without somebody saying oh i have that record album or i read that article or i remember that picture or i saw that video um or i read that time magazine article so it's a strange kind of anonymity in one way but another way the work is pervasive you know i mean i did this video for this band disturbed they did a cover of uh, simon and garfunkel's sound of silence and I just shot the video up at my house. I live up in Topanga Canyon, up in the mountains um, near like in near Los Angeles. Okay. And the band came up. My wife's a great cook. She made lunch. The guy we shot the performance in the uh, in our you know in our spare room. And the video has over half a billion views. And so you can, you know, that's what's so amazing about this job is that you get to wow. and if you collaborate with artists that you know have you know just incredible quality just musically and then. You know, the philosophy the message behind the music um, then it adds this other deeper value and then you get to be a kind of participant because these people are very much rooted in ideas and concepts and a mission and if you can be a part of that that's incredible um, you know a couple of years ago I did a 10 minute short film with Bono about liner notes and I got to collaborate with them creatively and somebody who would just you know used to sit alone in my room listening to uh, you know Elton John or the Beatles yeah. or Joni Mitchell and here I am like, At Joni Mitchell's house, you know, I'm in her, you know, hot tub with her, um, (laughs) filming her for a video, or I'm, you know, Tom Waits, I'm having pizza with Tom Waits, or I'm smoking a cigar with
0: Lou Reed, or I'm, you know, driving in
1: Bono's, um, convertible, uh, you know, up the coast of Ireland, you know, so it's like, how did I get here, you know, and, um, and even when I feel kind of like, you know, struggling with my own kind of journey or whatever, I think, well, if these people work with me. I, you know, uh, you know, I've had some pretty good days along
0: the way. <laughs> oh. An- amazing. And you get all of the um, experiences without any of the hassle of being famous in the traditional celebrity sense, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But then that-
1: know my insecurities and my uh, you know all those kinds of things like everybody does. Um, but when you're having to work with these people, there's no room for that. You know, and yeah. so if you one of these people who are you know geniuses or you know they're either incredibly talented, incredibly famous, incredibly rich, or all of the above, and then they have an idea or they have a performance that's not working or it's not right, and you have to kind of summon the energy to go in and say, hey, this isn't working, or they present you with a concept and you really have, it's your job to be able to. Um, um, speak up and say you know I don't believe this is working and there's been a couple times when I've had to do that with you know some of the biggest artists in the world and I swear I feel like the whole room starts spinning yeah. when I say it because you know because uh, you know these pe- people I've still been doing this all these years and I still am a bit starstruck by them I mean these people are yes they're just regular people like everybody in a certain way but they're not really I mean these people are amongst the most talented hard-working um you know, kind of ambitious, um, purposeful people on the planet and to be able to kind of have to collaborate with them and have to bring my, to attempt to bring my my art and the way yeah. that I see things up to their level so that, you know, that I can support or collaborate with them. Because once I do a video or a photograph, they're in my world. You know, that's my, so I, the way I look at it is my videos, they're supplying the soundtrack for my little short film. Because I have to look at that way to empower myself to kind of try and, um, you know, compete, Uh, Just the power and the, the reputation, the mystique, the whatever, you know, the
0: fame of these people, you know, the quality of their work. Absolutely. I can gather, only imagine the pressure that you must feel, but ultimately your work speaks for itself. Let me tell you about how I came to get in contact. I was watching a vintage episode of Top of the Pops the other day. Fast Car was playing and underneath the video read... FASCAR video director Matt Mahurin filmed Tracy Chapman in his apartment, and I quote, I want it to be as simple as possible. I put a camera on eight feet of Dolly and went back and forth for several takes. I projected some photographs on the wall to add different textures. Could you tell us a bit more about that experience? Well, this is after the album
1: cover because it kind of came out of that, and I think, you know, a lot of times with artists, you know, they when they're just starting out the business, if they find somebody they're comfortable with, uh, you know, then they want to bring them into another area. And um, I, the, uh, the video production person at her label um, had known my work, and so it kind of just all worked out naturally. They wanted to kind of keep a cohesive look in a way, stylistically and kind of, you know, mood-wise and just palette and all that stuff. So basically, it was a very, I work very simply. I'm my own um, camera operator and um, editor. So I kind of, I, I'm, since my background is a painter, I always want to have as much control as possible. Although my crews, you know, the people that support me and work with me are just amazing. And lots of the stuff I've done, I could have never done without them. Um, but in like her case, it was a very simple process because I just didn't want to, um, you know, I wanted to make it as easy and kind of painless as possible for her. So basically we shot at just a small sound stage. It wasn't in my home, but it was a small studio. And basically I went and took a bunch of uh, photographs of just textures as you say and just projecting them up on the wall and then just set her on the on a stool and I'm um, just put a little bit of dolly track just you know eight or ten feet of dolly track and yep. just um got on the dolly track and just just kind of went back and forth and when you shoot videos you do this thing called playback where you you get the the master you know edit of the song which you're going to cut the video to and you play that and then you and you film that so you can sync the footage you're shooting up with the actual, you know, master recording that's out on the album. And then the job of the uh, artist is to be able to lip sync and play along. And one of the things that I was always important for me was um, making sure that when people lip sync, some people, they're either self-conscious or they don't, want, they don't, they actually move their mouth, but they don't sing when they, when they um, do the, the playback. So she started singing, and her voice was so incredible. I was only about three feet away from her, three or four feet away from her, and um, her voice was so incredible, and I must admit, I just wanted to hear her voice, so I kept using <laughs> the playback quite, quite loud. So I kept getting them to lower the playback more and more and more. I would just tell my assistant director, just keep knocking the, because I, I wanted to hear her, um, her voice, you know, to be able yeah. to be that close to it, it was like being, I don't know, close to, I don't know what, to like this, um, you know, a a jewel or something, some shining, you know, rare jewel or something, just to be in the proximity of, to be able to kind of get in that kind of, uh, and I've had the good fortune to be, whether it's James Hatfield from Metallica or Joni Mitchell or Bono or wherever, I've been able to be right in their face with the camera, and it's been one of the great gifts of my, uh, you know, of my career. And so we just you know, had her sing the song a few times and that was it. She was, you know, and it was just wonderful. And, and then I went out and just took a drive, uh, just rented a car for a weekend. And me and a buddy just hopped in the car and we went around and just drove around and shot some just stuff. And I walked around, um, uh, I walked around in New York and just shot, um, you know, some, um, like there's a uh, gentleman holding like a, a, a bottle that's kind of swaying back and forth that was a homeless gentlemen outside of a uh, shelter yeah. and then some of the stuff and so some of the cars and the, those kinds of things were all just you know atmospheric the, the thing that I can really say about working when, it, when you work with people like this that are really kind of geniuses you know with what they do they're like the best at what they do um, your job um, the most important part of your job is to kind of stay out of their way and and um, what I mean by that is it not it doesn't mean you do nothing but what you, your job is to um, support their authenticity to just be able to protect you have to be able your job is to be able to protect their authenticity and be able to um take what's the reality and the 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 genius and the the talent and the, the kind of musical magic that's in front of you and you have to be able to just make it through the technical process of um you know lighting it and filming it and then you know color correcting it and then editing it and then syncing it up and yeah. then the few images that you surround it with your job is just to make sure that you don't f it up you know you don't <laughs> mess it up and, that, and that, that but that that takes a, a very particular kind of skill in itself. I've had other videos where I could have taken, I could have taken, I've shot performances of artists and I, I could have cut together a performance uh, that could have ruined their career in terms of, you know, um, you sometimes you really have to, the person either not comfortable or they're not into the scene or they're a terrible lip-syncer and you have to really, um, pu- you know, really pull like a little mini uh, miracle to kind of um, uh, or they're having a bad day or they're hungover or they're just in a shitty mood and they're giving <laughs> crap all, you know. And so you have to malleable to that but then when somebody comes in who's just this pure um incredible uh you know kind of creative spirit you just gotta help that get that spirit out into the world and then every once in a while through the course of a career one has a few um moments that end up kind of transcending your own work and you become just part of a moment and that's really what it was with Tracy was just being able to just you know protect you know her authenticity and you know and she was just starting out so that was a tricky thing and the really most important thing for me was to make her feel um comfortable.
0: Yeah um am I right in thinking that um the Baby Can I Hold You um artwork is was you too?
1: No I don't think
0: I did was it a uh, was it a, a an album cover? It was a single cover it's very similar to um the the album cover in the styling it's blue um potentially i don't know i'd have to see you know what happens is you know a lot
1: of times you'll do images and you'll turn a few in and then they'll go off and do like single cover and lp things and they'll do you know so i'd have to see the image and there's over the years i've had my images taken and somebody sent something to me and said oh did you know I, i really enjoyed this piece you did and i never saw it printed because i sent it in the record company and then you know, I don't get every single copy of every single version of the
0: stuff that they do so I'd have to, to see that to uh, know what it is. Do you know what, I'll send you an email with the um, image in later because it, it might just be good for your, um, for your recollection just to, to revisit that. Play. Oh yeah, um, yeah uh, I'd like to see it, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's me. Um, another question which I think is interesting, you were saying you had originally got knocked back because a lot of your stuff was quite dark and moody. Um, um, on the flip side of the linear notes, um, there's actually a smiling version of the the cover, which I think is is interesting that they were they chose the one which she looked somber in the end anyway. Um, oh, do use that one for the cover and then the smile one on the back? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that was a, you know,
1: and she has a, she, and that's the thing she's very shy, and she, just, she and even her sh, her smile is powerful, but her smile is still shy. There's this kind of. You know, um, you know, he just meets some of these artists that are just really out there. You know, they just—they're just like, some, like I said, like somebody like Bono. And to his credit, I mean, the guy is just—I mean, I always, I always joke that there's, there's only one job title in the world for, for the Bono job, and the right guy got it.
0: Yeah, you know? <laughs> he absolutely.
1: Really, you know, you know, he's really just unbelievable. And then, um, whereas somebody like Tom Waits, he just it's him, it's all him as a creative, uh, you know, brilliant performer, but he's really taking on this role. And then you have somebody like Tracy who is just, you know, protecting herself and her art and kind of putting it out into the, putting it out into the world, you know? And like I said, that's just, it's amazing to be able to, um, collaborate with these people and just try and keep up with them and and match them with what I do, you know, and and also that I really prided myself on long relationships, people I work with. I did, you know, a few videos with Tracy and um, and then, like I said, I just did a thing with, you know, you two and you know, last couple of years. So I worked with yeah. them since I was I'm 60 years old now. And the first thing I did with them, I think I was twenty six or twenty seven years oh, old. Wow. So we kind of we've kind of grown up together in our respective fields and we've you know come together that's incredible quite often you know it, and that's just amazing you know experience and really feel so fortunate i mean i i earned it with hard work and stuff but you know you, you still there's no guarantee so you it's really to try and protect those relationships uh, by consistently um you know for any young artist or young creative professional that's the thing that's how you get more work is just based on the last Job you did, you know, and uh, and if you can build trust with these people is, and respect, you know, and you really protect the relationship, and you're discreet and all those things, and you're honest, it you really can um, work out for like you know really long, amazing experiences. Because I never knew that I would be able to ever become friends with some of these people, you know, so it blows my
0: mind. Absolutely, I think um, that's great advice for anyone listening um, who is trying to get into that industry. Um, one thing I did want to ask is: Are you aware of this online craze of people using the vinyl cover um, and taking selfies with it so that they are in situ of the of the photo? So they do what? So okay, okay. So they put the vinyl over their face, and because you get the head and shoulders in. Um, the <laughs> they pose with the the vinyl in various ways so they're they're doing things they're holding flowers they may be eating their lunch um it's a huge thing online <laughs> there's there's lots that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah uh, again no, I, w- I, w- I wasn't i wasn't aware of that no again i need to send you some things after the, <laughs> after this recording i think oh, that's-
1: I ever did, the first big job I did was Time Magazine cover on, um, you know, domestic abuse, people that had been abused in relationships. Um, and two weeks after I um, did the illustration, I got a big envelope with a bunch of smaller envelopes from people from all over the country, um, writing about how the artwork had helped empower them to face some of their pain or their struggles or whatever, and just just beautiful, amazing, um, very humbling but also very empowering experience. Um, so I really end up replacing the uh, the word uh, creating, which is what I do professionally. I'm a professional creating machine. Yeah. Um, but I re- really kind of in my mind, I replaced the word creating with the word sharing, which is really what it is. Because I realized I'd sent this these artwork out into the world on the cover of this magazine and it had come back to me through these letters and that validated me you know that was I was 23 years old 24 years old when I did that and that validated the trajectory of my career for the last you know 35 years and um I think the story you're telling me here um you know that's just a wonderful you know smaller little sweet little uh you know uh detail to that
0: oh there are thousands uh, a there. of
1: that. The you know community you know to be able to uh, support
0: the community of, around such a you know an amazing beloved artist yeah um, so speaking of community um, th- we're going to be publishing these um, podcasts onto Tracy Chapman um, online which is a um, fan site we have I think just under a million um, fans and it would be great if you could tell us um, the name of that book that you've got coming out so that if anyone wants to go and um, look you up or um, check out a bit more um, of your work um, where can they do that and where can they find you? Oh well thank you very much I really appreciate
1: that's very generous of you. Um, Well you can see a bunch of my other work just on um, Matt Maheran dot com. But I have this book coming out um, at the end of October of 2019. And it's called Tom Waits by Matt Mahurin. And basically, it was I was um, going through all my negatives from the album covers I'd done for Tom and the Rolling Stone portraits. And there were all these negatives and images that were pretty much going to be destined to darkness and decay. And it was not only did it kind of bum me out it pissed me off. (laughs) um, So I decided that maybe I could use these images as a jumping off point to kind of explore all these different kinds of things that I do because I, I do drawing, I do painting, I do digital work, I do videos, I do sculpture, um, I build things, so I thought, I called Tom and said, hey Tom, could I make a book um, based on all these images that just use you as kind of more muse than musician? And he said, sure, go ahead. So I'd on and off for the next several years, I would just kind of do these pieces and it's, it kind of evolved in this kind of 240 page, uh, book, um, kind of, and for anybody who's a young illustrator or photographer, aside from a music fan, um, it's an opportunity to kind of see just an incredibly wide range of uh, what happens when you have different tools in the same hand, you know, whether it's a paintbrush or a camera or a computer. Um, so I, hopefully there's some visual inspiration, creative inspiration for people that, you know, kind of do what I do or want to do what I do.
0: Yeah. Um, again, really um, useful advice, and I'm definitely going to check that out. Two questions before we finish. Um, question one: Do you have a favorite Tracy Chapman track outside of Fast Car? You could say Fast Car. No, I think you know that just because of what that meant
1: to me in my life at that time, I would have to say that's probably um, you know that's probably it. I mean, I could be in a driving in the car or being a you know a drugstore, a grocery store, and that song will come on or you know so that's really kind of that's where my my heart is in that song i think from that
0: experience you know absolutely and finally did you get paid more than 10 bucks did i what <laughs> did you get paid more than that 10 10 dollars yes i did okay yes, I did. I did. I- <laughs>
1: I love making a, um, you know, a, a good living doing what I do, you know, I mean, I feel very um, blessed to be able to do that, but really the bottom line is to be able to have, you know, the reason I make art is so that I can have experiences and to be able to travel around with these, you know, be on tour with you too or being, you know, uh, alone with Tracy Chapman in a little studio or, you know, yeah. All these things I mentioned, these places I've been, um, yeah. that it's, everything's about the making of the thing. That's what I really care about. The finished product is wonderful to see the video or the photograph or, and to have people say that they're happy with it. And to be able to make a living doing it is wonderful. But the thing that I you know, cherish the most and value the most and seek the most is um,
0: a fulfilling experience in the making of the thing absolutely okay well that it was an absolute pleasure um speaking to you today thank you for joining us all right well thank you have a great day and thanks for thinking of me i really appreciate it no worries bye bye -bye. thanks for listening to episode one of talking about tracy chapman head over to our social channels tracy chapman online for a chance to win a vinyl signed by tracy herself